I love you. Silver, and welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. It had to be like a semi just drove by my house or something. They're going to hear it. I know it. There's a UFO. There's a UFO. I also live near an airport. I was going to say unidentified freight lifter. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're not UFOs anymore. I don't even remember what they are. UPAs or UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Yeah, I think it's UAPs. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, And that's just a bullshit thing for the government to be like, we don't want to say that there's aliens. We don't want to say that it's a UFO anymore because that means aliens to you. But you don't drive a UFO because you have it identified. Like, that's kind of... That rules out the first letter of that yeah they gave me so they taught me how to drive a car how to be human oh i see and they told me that aerial objects were completely banned unless you know they come out of an airport right so it's like you need to buy that that juicy juicy ticket and oh by the way you're not allowed to you're on a list (laughs) yeah they won't let me fly (laughs) so this is a show about movies and tv called green and faceless <laughs> on the couch and uh, if you are a fan of the show uh, or if you're just hopping on you could head on down to patreon.com slash green and faceless yeah. and support the show we're a little fledging right now we're behind the schedule we that's are. okay that we are but that shouldn't the schedule shouldn't stop your support the schedule could be up kept more if this could be more reliable income but Indeed. Beyond that, we are here today to thank those who have been uh, supporting Indeed. the show through Patreon. This is the Potato Pick. Much love. Much love to those. This is suggested by who? Um, I believe it was my madre, okay. Delma Callahan. Delma Callahan. Thank you for raising this wonderful person. And, yes. and I mean for thank your money. You. Thank you for your money. That's what I'm supposed to be thanking you for, right? Hey, means thank you for your suggestion. Oh, thank you for your suggestion. <laughs> You're right. Yes, Casper versus Beetlejuice. It is That's the Halloween right. month. My favorite time of the year. We are into horror movies, as is apparent with our Twilight playlist yes. going on concurrently. Expect episode two sometime later in the future <laughs> yes. uh having much fun with the horror movies and we're we're continuing with some family friendly horrors kind of kind of um beetlejuice is arguable i still think it's family friendly but uh, as a kid i was moderately disturbed by some of the, oh, the effects oh definitely yeah. which is i mean that's what you want from a horror movie but you know I the, would the question still let is my kids did it affect this? me mentally Maybe I think as a <laughs> an adult person, I'm I would be more worried about children watching this because of the sexual nature of the character. But yeah, I also <laughs> don't care. <laughs> as a kid, as a kid, I it didn't just understand. Went way any over of my that. head. Yeah, I went right over my yeah. head. However, 
Beetlejuice is gross. I'm just <laughs> going to put that out there. Definitely not a role model. I definitely thought he, as the as the as a kid watching this, I thought he was the hero. Mm-hmm. I walked away from it. The movie's named after him. They go to him for help in the end. Like I thought he was the hero. Young me was obviously but, an idiot, and I couldn't wrap my head around it because he is one hundred percent not a hero. No, he is <laughs> awful. Um, yeah, as an adult watching it, you know that he's just pure awful. But as a kid, he's funny, and not that he's not funny yeah. as an adult. But as a kid, yeah, it's Michael just Keaton the does giggles. a damn good job. Oh yeah, oh my god, when he <laughs> in the model, we'll get to it, I guess. But in the model, when he runs up the hill, that shit is so yeah, yeah. funny to me. <laughs> I love when he gets his shrunken head at the end. He's yeah. like, "Hey, it's gonna be a good look for me." <laughs> <laughs> it's just good stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. I love his voice that he does in this too. It's so good. Yes, it's yes. Just so sleazy and and, it's, and gravelly. You know, it kind of sounds hey. like um, Christian Bale's Batman. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It would have worked as a as his version of Batman if if, if Michael Keaton uh, but, had decided to go with a rougher Batman voice. Yeah, he could have could have pulled this out. But of his also, <laughs> if they would have cast Michael Keaton as the Joker instead of Jack Nicholson, oh my god, this would be Jeez, the prefer- that would have been crazy. Yeah, this this is possibly the performance we would have seen. Yeah, I don't know if I would have liked it. You know, I don't know. Hey, <laughs> you know, it works in a Tim Burton world though. Though really I do does. really enjoy, yeah. I think we've talked, yeah, we've talked that film. I do really enjoy Jack oh, Nicholson's yeah. performance in that, obviously. And I like indeed, Michael indeed. Keaton's performance in that. However, he gets to show much more of his chops in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. He really do, does get to shine here, and it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. But there's uh, but also... He, doesn't, he is not the main character. No, he is not the one That's that is uh, to to and the plot. immediately focused upon. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, uh, the main character's... Is a incredibly hard to recognize Alec Baldwin as yeah. Adam Maitland, yeah. and his wife Gina Davis playing Barbara Maitland. That's right. Uh, uh, Alec is at, super fit, dude. I have seen this movie more than ten times, uh-huh. most of that in my childhood. But when I returned to it just this week, and I yeah. saw his name, <laughs> like I pulled, I pulled the DVD off of my stack because I own the movie, and I pulled it out, and I was just like, Alec Baldwin. Like man, who's Alec Baldwin play? And I was like, "Oh my god!" And then you you just, messaged that to me or something or told me about it, and I was like, "That's Alec Baldwin." And you know, I I picture things pretty vividly in my head, and I was like, "Holy fuck, that was Alec Baldwin!" Yeah. When I when I try to think of this, like, when I try to think of the character, all I can remember is what, the mask that he makes his face. Where oh, he pulls right. his face yeah. very elongated, like a bird skull kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so disturbing. Yeah. And that's the beauty of this movie is it's, um, it's Adam disturbing. and Barbara, the Maitlands. They buy this beautiful house. I say beautiful. It's not. It's actually incredibly ugly, in my opinion. <laughs> um and it, uh, it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. It's like at the top of the hill, and they can see literally everything around uh, them. They can see like the city. They can see the forests. Everything. Like, yeah. it, it makes no goddamn sense. Like the 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 location. Um, you know the exposition shots where they try to show like you know the house and its right, view. Right. All they all they can do. All Tim Burton could do was show this like clearly like it's most likely a miniature or whatever that he has right. been built. 
that is that, just like on some dirt and everything and they, they try to make it look like it's really high up and that there's like beautiful blue sky behind it trying to make you realize yeah this this house could be at the top of like a mountain or something it could see all the world uh-huh. around it but they never show its views ever <laughs> until you're looking out of the out of a telescope at random because adam adam maitland was building a miniaturized set of the city right um and to explain how he would do that up in the attic the, there's just one random moment where somebody pulls out a telescope and is like, wow, you can see everything from up here. And then they just show random shots of things. And it's like, no, you're not seeing that from up there. No, not, not at all. It's ridiculous. doesn't hurt the movie. It's 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 goofy. But, it, yeah, but the movie's it, like, so goofy in general yeah. that it, it just, that fits the tone just fine. <laughs> yeah, and, and it kind of makes sense, too, because it kind of isolates the house. And that's what right. ends up happening is the Maitland's. Uh, Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis, they're, you know, they're a loving couple, they're all happy, the future's looking grand for them, they drive off a bridge and die. And their bodies are now trapped in this house uh, in the afterlife because they had uh, unfinished business. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, they have a book, book explaining how to live after the after death, and they let you know that it reads like a stereo manual, twice. Oh yeah, it's it's <laughs> super fucking. Well, I mean that's also a problem. Is like I think personally, I think that is coming from their. You know, obviously, it's coming. It's their opinion, right? Yeah. You know, it's the Maitland's opinion. I think the Maitlands are just stupid because. <laughs> Like by the time they get to the the office where they, you know they can talk to their agent and everything, mm-hmm. like in the afterlife, um, who is their agent by the way? Who is that? That's oh, uh, let's see. It's not. Is it Jane Butterfield? It no. might be Grace. It might also be Jane Butterfield. Caseworker Juno. Juno, Juno is played by right. uh, Sylvia Sydney. Yes, lovely Sylvia Sydney. And she's yeah, she's telling them, you know, it's just like when they get there, there's so many other people in the in the waiting room, right? And and they've clearly died in horrific ways, and that's another of this movie's biggest errors, in my opinion, is all these people have died in horrific ways and still show it in the afterlife. The Maitlands who tragically drowned in their car while going down a river, yeah, uh, have no issues whatsoever. They would be bloated, they would be purple, they would be something, but no, they look but healthy as a fucking peach. I, my my thought on this though is that a lot of those people particularly the people who are the civil servants in the underworld uh, underworld mm. uh they have been doing it for quite some time well the people in the waiting room is who i'm talking about they were sure. waiting to talk to their agent and they right. all had just recently died they had all read their manuals it was easy for them to come to this place and then the maitlands walk in it's like we well, couldn't figure this fucking book out at all and they're all just like <laughs> Did you even read the fucking manual? It tells you exactly what the fucking do. Like, uh, like I think they're just idiots. Yeah, I really well, do I think, think the manuals also, are just stupid. This is this is fair. I think it's very fair assessment of the situation. <laughs> Thanks. But maybe, maybe a lot of those people, you know, they they read the manual through because they didn't die with somebody else to keep them coming. Some of them did. The whole football team did. That's true, but they obviously did not read the manual, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> they knew how to get there. They knew how to get to the place. They knew they were Coach, talking, waiting for their agent. I everything. don't think we made it out of that crash. <laughs> <laughs> 
they were a little disoriented, but they made it to the fucking afterlife. Like they they were ready to speak to their agent and everything. They well, had see, after a I while. think they. I think the way the system works, and I'm really breaking down the writer. I, it's Tim Burton written as well, right? No, it was Malcolm McDowell and uh, Warren Scarin. Okay. okay. Um, it's yeah, Malcolm McDowell or Michael McDowell, not Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell is a whole different author. Anyways, I'm really <laughs> going different actor, into I mean. the lore of their their world now, and I, I'm trying to come back to what I was actually thinking about. But uh, fuck. <laughs> but uh, you're talking fuck. about the the football players. The football players, they didn't die near their home. They died. Right. Right. Yeah. So maybe. There's like because there's so many people to process. If people die in a certain vicinity of their home, they get to haunt for That's a while, right. so that they don't have to go into the system. And maybe mm-hmm. that football, because they were on the road, the they, they were immediately, they were immediately yeah. sent there. I see. Yeah. They had nowhere to haunt, so they yeah. just showed up. And at being college yeah, students, see, they probably would have read the manual. Because we know college pro- students probably not. Read they all probably would just toss that shit on their to do <laughs> list. They would have just been like, "That's going over there. That's I got partying to do now, man." Oh shit! Nah, the one I felt the most bad for was one who clearly like um, they were smoking a cigarette in bed yeah. and like burn their burn their house down. Yeah, and, they're still and it's just smoking. like they're just yeah, they're still smoking. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're both, dead. both literally and. Uh, a cigarette in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're charred bodies. No, but yeah, the Maitlands, they're, they're just haunting this house now, you know? And in, in, and they're trying to figure out the afterlife. They're trying to, to, you know, come to terms, come to grips with the fact that they're dead. Yeah. That they're, they're stuck in this, in this home. Uh, and that right. they just get to haunt things. And then lo and behold... This ridiculous family shows up. The Dietzes. The Dietz. Yeah, you got that weirdo Jeffrey Jones. We've talked a lot about him. Yep. He's a great actor, but my God, he's got a weird yes. personal life, and yes. that's not us to divulge here. Uh, but he is, unless we want to. He really can be funny. No, we've talked about it enough. But he really can be yeah. funny. But yeah, not great. But Catherine O'Hara <laughs> plays oh, his yeah. wife Delia, and one of her. Uh, iconic roles at least for me yeah agreed and Catherine O'Hara if we haven't talked about her I think we have oh we have we did I just want to say oh we did do Home Alone she's amazing she's she's just great brilliant every single time I I know that she is really famous and popular but I still think that she's underrated Uh, yeah I agree with that yeah Yeah. I mean here she is definitely a dislike like easily dislikable oh, character yeah, for definitely. the beginning Delia is awful um <laughs> yeah you do kind of warm up to her a that, bit at yeah. the end like yeah. towards the end like yeah. she definitely tries to work her work herself around and uh, i mean it's really not for yeah. it, it's a selfish it's all selfish out of selfish reasoning but still that's 100 like, percent. but like me and charles da- daughter lydia i don't mm. understand why charles and delia are together i just don't know could get it <laughs> no it's it's weird it's one of those relationships where it's just like why are you guys together like you know it's just like there's a lot of relationships that are like that too right. where it's just like what happened that brought you two together because it doesn't match up like because right. he is 
he is like so simple minded. Like he 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 just enjoys the little things. He 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 relaxes. He you know he has his business. Mm-hmm. He's got his family, and then he just likes to twiddle his thumbs, kind of. Yep. So there is obviously a story as to why they've moved out to the country. Like it really doesn't <laughs> suit Delia at all, who is like you no. said, an artist. But he also was a big wig, like financial guy, and then he had a huge anxiety breakdown. <laughs> And so yeah. they, so his doctor said, listen, you got to move out to somewhere that's relaxing and get out of the city. <laughs> and so that's what he's done. And, you know, forced his like socialite wife to, to go along with. And, uh, and his gothic daughter. And his very, goth very goth Winona, Winona writer as his daughter as a kid. Oh, this is probably this is the youngest I have seen her. It's your favorite role of hers. That's I mean, it, saying it, it, a lot. Honestly, now it's probably strange. Honestly, now it's Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things but... is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, there's just so many roles that she's in. Like, um, right? She's just she's another very talented person, but she's always winning mm-hmm. the writer that's very true <laughs> yeah i don't know when i think winona i just think the ending of this movie when she's dancing uh when they're when they're oh, really? floating her up in the air and she's dancing that's like one of my like iconic winona moments where i'm just like that's winona writer like i think right. of her name and i just think of her dancing in the air <laughs> yeah to the what's that song that they're playing uh, uh it's it's the banana song right it's not it's the it's banana a, song it's a different song we got the power of the internet we got the power Got the power of the internet. Jump in the line. Shake, shake, yes. shake, Shinora. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Yeah. They were both very uh, much stuck good, in my head the next day. And <laughs> and then you beat it out. When, no, but <laughs> like it was weird. Well, yeah, that's true. But it, I was in the air focusing lights for this show, right? And the assistant technical were you director... Hovering? Like ghosts were ghosts were flying you. That's up. <laughs> right, exactly. That's how theater works. And um, the ATD comes out and starts singing Shakespeare Sonora or whatever. I didn't look yeah. at the title. Um, and <laughs> I was just like, you know, I know that's not the song that's in the movie, but I just watched Beetlejuice last night. And like everybody in the theater is like, dude, that is in Beetlejuice. And I was like, well, that would be why. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's good shit, man. Mm-hmm. But no, the uh, it's kind of funny though uh, to to jump back to the Dietzes. You mentioned that Charles had a an anxiety breakdown, right? And he needs to relax. Well, he moves to a house that is one hundred percent haunted, mm-hmm. and because his wife is crazy about her image. The house is ugly as sin. She wants to do a lot of remodeling, and that upsets the Maitlands, yes. who are trying to haunt and that live in this house true. in their afterlife. Also, though, <laughs> this enters Otho Glenn Shaddix. Oh, excuse me, uh, Glenn, yes. Glenn Shaddix plays Otho. That was a weird way to say that. Yes. Um, and he's a great character, particularly in this movie. Um, I've only seen him in a couple things. I can't even remember. but <clears throat> I know his, he's the voice of the mayor and um oh nightmare before christmas okay cool but anyhow he is a personal friend of delia and a interior 
an exterior designer and uh, a visionary, apparently. And he just mm-hmm. wants to wreck the house. And there's nothing the Maitlands can do about it. So oh, no. yeah. that leads the to them wanting to hire this human uh, exterminator called <laughs> Beetlejuice. A bio-exorcist. A bio-exorcist, that's what it was, yes. And he's got yes. this ridiculous like car commercial thing. And apparently part <laughs> of his legend is that he can't say his own name to people who don't know no. his name. And it's also not spelled the way that an English person might say Beetlejuice. Uh, it's spelled Beetlegeist. So, you know, they say it wrong until they get it right. It's spelled like the, the star, I believe. Yes. Yes, right? it is. Yeah. But I don't know what language Betel, uh, uh, Beetlejuice comes from. But a lot of this right. astrology stuff is Greek, so... Yeah, I would assume Greek. But who knows? Who fucking knows? We're not using the internet for that power. <laughs> who knows? We're not no, as, scientists. As <laughs> but as we've mentioned already, Beetlejuice is a uh, disgusting, perverted yes. monster. Yes. Uh, he he can create these beautiful horrors and haunts mm-hmm. that are iconic um, Tim Burton claymation. You know, claymation and miniatures and puppets and stuff. Yeah, it's brilliant. really good. Um, oh, we didn't even mention also that if the Maitlands leave the house, they step into a desert world haunted by like yeah. sandworms and shit. Yeah, like it's, giants. And so if the house gets the, if the house gets destroyed, they're fucked because then they're just gonna be eaten by these giant sandworms. So, so that's why they need Beetlejuice. But then Beetlejuice is also very much like I'm very attracted to this Winona Wyatt writer character. Yeah, it's weird. I want to marry it's her. Up. It's very weird. Yeah, it's it's disturbing, and it disturbs the Maitlands who have grown to like her. They love Lydia because she can see them, she understands and respects them, right. and she wants to help her parents understand and respect them as well, even though her parents want to utilize their ability to haunt the house for monetary gain. That's right. <laughs> After the Maitlands <laughs> fail to scare them away because they're too wholesome. It's such a good haunt, though. Yeah, that whole dinner great. scene is so good. It was. It's the best it's so scene good. in the movie. Like, There's a lot of really good scenes, but that is the most iconic scene yeah and the best use of the stack banana song i've ever seen oh yeah it's yeah perfect absolutely perfect and uh it's it's i I agree with you it's the best moment of the movie in my opinion because they have so much fun being possessed by these ghosts yeah yeah i mean (laughs) particularly these actors Particularly Jeffrey Jones, Catherine O'Hara, and um, Glenn Shaddix. They are having a ball. No, I like... Put yourself in an actor's shoes and the director, who wild ass Tim Burton, who who looks like he should be on cocaine but probably isn't. Um, <laughs> but like he comes up to you and he tells you, you know, he's just like, All right, so you're possessed by a ghost. The ghost is having fun through you. So that fun is featured on you, but you're scared at the same time because uh, you're being possessed and you're dancing and singing the banana song. And <laughs> it's just like <laughs> imagine being the the actor and just being like, hey. Okay, okay, I think I could pull yeah. this off. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there's also... Ridiculous. There's also choreography. Uh, so yeah, they, yeah. They, uh, they they had some time to rehearse this scene, at least. It's just so good. It is worth it. It is. It's really beautiful. <laughs> and and I, enjoy, I enjoy everything about this movie to get into closing statements. The ending is 
ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous, uh-huh. and and kooky as all get out. But it it's works. fun. It's just it's yeah. super, <laughs> it's super good. I I love this movie. I love this the aesthetic. Yeah. You know, I love Tim Burton's early aesthetic before mm-hmm. he became Tim Burton that we know and love today. Love in quotation marks. Yeah. Um, this this was like iconic. You know, this is his prime. Yeah, this he's is he's still rocking yeah. it. I don't want to give it four stars though. It's three and a half. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I don't uh, honestly for something's holding me back from giving it a face and a half. I'm not entirely sure, but 100 full face. I really do enjoy this movie. Maybe it's a bit dated. I don't know. Uh, it, it tiny de- bit. It definitely did give me some dreams as a child. I pr- I definitely watched I it too agree. early in life and uh though it is very funny and yeah it's 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 one that w- has so far beaten the test of time jump in the line beat the test of time. <laughs> okay well that's one hey. in the can uh so we got another i think this might be a good look for me <laughs> it might just <laughs> Um, we're gonna take a soda pop break and come right back and talk about another childhood favorite casper yay more people stuck in the afterlife Uh, ghosts are fun (laughs) i love you refinish this thing replenish replenish Feed my soul. Feed it. Well, so this is a weird we movie, are. right? Mm. It's a what movie? A weird one. It's a, weird. It's odd. I mean, I don't know. It certainly makes no sense in regards to today's <laughs> yeah. timeline, and to specifically in the fact that they got so many famous people to do one-line cameos. Uh, yeah. Today, if you were to do that, you'd have to pay each of them like you know seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to you know five million dollars. Yeah, and it's just yeah. <laughs> you're just not going to see that happen. You're not going to see Clint Eastwood, Dan Aykroyd, Fred Rogers. Do- well, sorry, Fred Rogers. Was Who are you going to call? Um, somebody else. Mel Gibson, Ronnie Dangerfield. Like, oh yeah, Mel all Gibson of these people. was like this. Wasn't he like a Scottish priest or something? Yeah, he did. I can't remember what he did. But yeah, he he was one of the people they called in. I think. And no, no, he was he one of the in the mirror maybe. No, that was that was Clint Eastwood, wasn't it? That was Clint that Eastwood. Him, that yeah. he, yeah. Let's talk Casper. Let's do it. Casper, Casper, the friendliest ghost, based on a comic cartoon. Yes, that's right. How exciting! Um, you know. That being said. I don't know that Beetlejuice is based off of anything, but there's definitely some, like, great pools on, like, old urban legends and shit like that, if not, if it's not based off of something. Okay, Casper, he's a ghost, so sorry, spoilers, he's dead. He's dead. He's super dead, and he lives in this house, and he's lonely. Under the sea. And just, no... (laughs) it's also not a pineapple um but he lives in this big manor and uh he just wants a friend uh and Mm. the manor is actually in friendship maine and um he just wants a friend so anytime that you know kids come in on a dare because the house is haunted supposedly 
supposed. <laughs> and, and he'd be like, oh yeah, you guys want to be my friends, but we gotta be quiet. Why is that? Because he's got three foul spirits living with him named... He calls them his uncles. They're, they must be his uncles, I guess. But they are played by... Uh, I mean, they... Excuse me, the characters' names are Stretch, Fatso, and Stinky. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> so you know what kind of humor is coming from this film. Though, honestly, it doesn't get too gross. It doesn't get as gross as no, I not really. remember. But I believe shock humor just got worse and worse uh, yeah. as it went along. So yeah, the worst this gets is like some some burps and fart jokes and then yeah. like slop falling on the ground. Right. There is some sort of uh brown liquid that gets sprayed on. Um, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill Bill Pullman, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, as Doctor Beautiful James Bill Pullman Harvey. Uh, yeah. What a man. What a man. I don't know what I know. Independence from. Day. That's right. He's the president. He's the president of Independence Day. Oh, right. Spaceballs. We balls. will reclaim he's, our he's Independence a, Day. from Spaceballs. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he's awesome Spaceballs. Oh, my God. I would love to do a Mel, Mel Brooks uh, Oh, we should. You know, I have, today. I think That'd I have so the whole fun. collection on DVD. Oh, hell uh, yeah. Hell uh, yeah. That, oh, we I mean, that might Sorry. get us into some trouble, but we'll do it. What oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it will. Yeah, but like uh, Joe Napote, he voices Stretch. Uh, uh, Brad Garrett never knew it was Brad Garrett. He voices Fatso, well, and Joe Alasky voices Stinky. Man, that is strange. I never knew it was Brad Garrett, but you can't understand know, a single right? word Fatso says anyway, so uh, I, <laughs> I'm, I really am sorry to Brad Garrett because I the voice is funny, but I, do, I don't know what he's saying. I really don't. Oh, well, that's fair. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I, fair. I had subtitles on, so I was probably only hearing it just or understanding it just because I was reading it at the same right, time. Right. Yeah, he definitely is hard to hard to understand. Yeah. <laughs> I I just I I I love Brad Garrett too, but I was like, man, I don't know who's doing this voice, but I just it's not clear enough for me to understand. No. And and stretch uh uh fat uh Joe Napote, he's got such a nasally voice. Like, yeah, that's all I can remember. The uncle's is, Ow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my goodness, yeah, it's awful. It, it, and then also, Stinky is it very much in the same vein, and that's played by yeah. Joe uh, Alasky. Yeah, he was one of the uh, Mel Blanc uh, um, takeovers. He, oh. he took over for like many of those Mel okay, Blanc voices. I can, I can hear the yeah. voice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but, but uh, it's yeah, the they vein. they haunt this house until uh, two individuals come. Catherine Kerrigan, she just goes by Kerrigan Crittenden, uh, played by Kathy Moriarty. She does she inherit it? I can't remember what she, how she, she comes by the house. The house from her father who has passed away, and she's acting yeah. so bereaved at the uh, reading. <laughs> and then as soon as he's like, "We have left you this house." And she's, she's like, <laughs> that's it? 
She's got like this like yeah. really gravelly voice too. And uh Yeah, I love her voice too. Like it, it's it's I don't know, there's something on when I was watching this movie, everything was coming back to me because I hadn't watched this since I was very young, like maybe five or maybe four or five. Mm. Like I know I watched it a lot as a kid, but I have not watched it since. But like her voice, the moment she started speaking, I was just like, Oh, I remember your ghost at the end. Spoilers. Sorry. But it was, it was immediate. Like once, once I heard her voice, I was, I was like, just like, Oh, oh right. I have this, I have this image now of of this woman. Like I can remember this ghost. I, I remembered oh, wow. them only because Eric Idle is the person who is, oh, like co does the scenes yes. with them. And as a kid, yeah. I thought Dibs was very funny. Paul Poltzker uh, is his character's Plutzker. name. Plutzker, a Plutzker, maybe yeah. But it's uh, yeah. Kerrigan's uh, lawyer lawyer and uh they are trying to figure out a way to make money off the house because she wants money that was another thing too not to not to take away from it but eric idol like i thought monty python was my only like oh really real connection with eric idol and then like coming back to this movie and like hearing him i'm like whoa i knew this man way before i ever watched any monty python yeah there are honestly quite a few Eric Idle and John Cleese appearances mm-hmm. in child films that I just didn't know until I saw Monty Python. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're this guy I always thought was funny because you're a funny <laughs> guy. You are funny. You are a funny guy. <laughs> the, John Cleese I knew before Monty Python. I think he was the only one that I knew before mm-hmm. that. But like Eric Idle, I just, I don't know why. I just, I loved him in this movie, but never realized it was the same man like that's funny he's also in um uh dudley do right oh my god uh yeah him and brendan fraser together is pretty great and uh we'll have to do that one sometime that's one of my dad's favorites yeah that'd be fun yeah okay yeah the uh um kathy and and uh sorry uh kerrigan and dibs they are frightened by the ghosts uh, because they are frightening ghosts. Sure. And they decide to start bringing in exorcists to clear the house. Yep. You know, and in the they, cameo they bring montage. in the Ghostbusters, as we mentioned. Yeah. yeah. You got Dan Aykroyd who comes out and says, call someone else because yep. he ain't calling him. Uh, Don Novello as Father Guido Sarducci. Um, that character <laughs> was famous in other things before this. I think SNL. I'm not sure. Probably I SNL. Um, yeah. Yeah. He he comes in and you know he gets his head turned around. He walks out and he's just like, you know, I, I say it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah, remember. yeah, that's good. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing, <laughs> it's so but it's great. <laughs> it's good. It's so silly. Like I don't know why, but eventually she gets a hold of um, what would you call uh, James Harvey? Um, uh, he is a he, parapsychologist. He's a parapsychologist yes yes he 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 does therapy for the dead (laughs) and this is since his wife died he was uh, obviously a regular psychologist before Mm. (laughs) amy brennerman praying his wife uh amelia um yeah she passed away and so he's he's trying to get in touch with her through the guise of talking to the dead right and uh helping him and his daughter uh, Kat 
played by Christina Ritchie. They go to the mansion, then they tell, you know, they tell Kerrigan, it's going to take us a while. We're not going to be able to exercise these ghosts immediately. We're going to have to live here for a couple weeks. Right. And uh, so they, they move in, and uh, a cat, she immediately befriends Casper. Right. Not immediately. Which there's I don't there's think uh, we some said hilarious is scenes. Voiced by uh, Malachi Pearson. Uh, Malachi. Are you sure it's not Malachi? <laughs> it could be Malachi. <laughs> Let's let it be Malachi. Um, <laughs> Malachi Pearson. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, Malachi Pearson does Casper McFadden. That's right. What a name, man. Like, I don't think I've ever heard McFadden. of anybody named Casper before. Well, like, that's because in life he was a vampire. And, <gasps> yeah, and then he died and became a ghost. <laughs> Oh, they had to give... Yeah, that was another thing, this movie. I didn't realize that this is my only um, exposure to Casper. I've never read the comics, didn't watch the show or anything. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is it. It's just this movie. I didn't realize that he didn't have a tragic backstory, and this movie created a tragic backstory for this character. Oh. Why would you do that? That's oh. crazy for a children's movie. Like, yeah, that oh is kind wild. Like, it... Well, the, the you know, though, at the same time, the, the, I guess I could have guessed that there was a, a backstory because yeah. it's just a comic strip. Yeah, yeah, and it's a happy-go-lucky comic strip, yeah. you know, about a friendly ghost and everything. With like, go- it makes sense that there wouldn't be. Wendy, uh, occasionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, it's just crazy, man. Like, these kids are coming in, and this movie is just like, hey, if you don't listen to your parents... You'll fucking die. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, you know, because the, well, the tragic backstory is Casper was out playing hockey or whatever, and his mom was just like, you know, was in the snow. It was really cold. Right. It was and his a mom's sled. like, come inside. It was a rosebud yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, rosebud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rosebud. No, yeah, he's he's sledding, but he he doesn't listen to his mom. He doesn't come inside. He waits and you know a couple more minutes, a few more hours, whatever. He gets pneumonia dies and now he's haunting a house with three disgusting uncles who are you know they abuse him and 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 <laughs> they don't let him join in their reindeer games and it's it's ridiculous man he, he's not living a good afterlife but you know cat cat and dr james harvey they're just like you know after they after they understand because there's a moment of fear with casper right you know because he's a translucent ghost <laughs> Which I gotta say, the effects actually hold up. They're like, not bad. They're not yeah. bad, but they're not as good as Beetlejuice's. No, no, not as good as Beetlejuice. But like when she uses him, when she uses Casper as a pillow and everything, that's that looks pretty good. good. When Casper's like, yeah, when he's floating there and he's like transparent but still there, it's that looks good. Nineteen ninety-five like, for um, yeah, for reference. Um, and good stuff, good yeah, shit. Like they, the, they I, I think job. the ghosts actually look good. Like, they're not that dated at yeah. all. I mean, obviously, like, with the cameos, this is a high-dollar film. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. they, they actually pay. I don't think they got paid that much for cameos back then. You just wouldn't see that today. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it, it just, it really seemed like, and I, that's another thing, is this is a, a directing debut. This is Brad Sieberling's, or Silberling's first movie. So the fact that he was able wow. to get all of these like weird cameos, it's like you either knew people or you knew somebody who knew people. I feel like because though fifty five million, which is what its budget was, was still quite a lot in ninety five. Like it wasn't it was, absurd. Yeah. 
But yeah. Anyhow, <clears throat> it's crazy. We digress. A lot of that had to go into the computer effects. I would assume back then. Uh, eventually, Dibs and uh, Kerrigan, they they get sick of waiting for you know Doctor Harvey, so they they cook up new plots and bad things happen yeah. and people die <laughs> <laughs> and they're oh yeah, yeah there's a dance at their house yeah oh yeah yeah they do they do randomly just decide to throw a ball like yeah. kind of thing like yeah. uh, it's the prom right it's high school prom it's it, or, um, or something it's a it's a halloween yeah. dance they're supposed to be it's christina ritchie's and yeah, i don't her, think her they're in high school thing. i think I think they're like in yeah, she's middle not. school. Yeah, sure. she's like thirteen. I don't yeah, know thirteen. She is. Thirteen. I don't know. I don't know school structures anymore. I do weirdly, probably because I grew up in a daycare, so knew very a lot of kids at a lot of different ages, at different periods in my life. So you know, it's kind of structure <laughs> stuck in my head. That's very fair. Um, but no, like you got yeah, you got that going on you got christina ritchie and trying to live her life while at the same time casper is trying to um you know there be, there, there becomes a machine there becomes a way to bring somebody back from the dead yeah and and so, you know casper's kind of like i can use that like i can do yeah. this this should be cool i'm and, gonna yeah. be a real boy and then i'll be a real boy can can you make me into devon sawa <laughs> devon sawa yeah oh my goodness He's a childhood sweetheart from the day that you know he's tried. He tried very hard to get this movie out of his. Oh, is that he, true? You know, kind of like, yeah, kind of like Robert Patterson, and then like the Twilight and that kind of stuff. He's like once uh, Vince Devon Sawa, he was just like, I need to get this image behind me. I got to start being a rugged, rugged man. Final destination. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the uncles. The another side plot is the uncles really start digging. Uh, Bill Pullman, Dr. Harvey, they, they kind of start being like, you know, he, we kind of like this guy. How about we kill him and make him one of us? You know, so they start having their own plots because they, they finally get a, another friend to join their their crazy threesome. Uh, there's a lot going on in this movie. There's there's a lot to it. Yeah. And uh, is there a lot to it? I don't know if that's true. No, not really. No, <laughs> there's not really. It, but, it kind of is a rambling, bumbling family affair. Yeah. Um, but that is one thing. It's very good for the family. I do think a family yeah, can enjoy this. it's definitely you know? uh, uh, tater tot friendly. Let's bring that Yeah, it still there. holds up. It, you know, the effects are decent. It's it's funny. You know, the, the uncles, they're funny, but they're also gross. So I think that message comes through huh. as opposed to the Beetlejuice, you know, where he's gross, but at the same time, he's super funny, so it's kind of like he right. does feel like a hero still, yeah. to a kid, that is. And he's the title character, so that that yeah. part is confusing, I think, for children. Yeah, if this movie was titled Stretch, Fatso, and Stinky, like, that'd be, and that'd be a whole different thing. <laughs> it's like, why is this <laughs> innocent Casper kid interrupting my goofs? <laughs> get back to the uncle <laughs> god no I, I i don't know i enjoy it i think it's fun um it's not the greatest thing ever and yeah. you know it's 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 still funny it's still a, a moment in time that is so if you if you look up the casper poster they they <laughs> they made it with the date that it comes out <laughs> so it says haunting season opens may 26th 
way to date it, guys. That's yeah. an awful poster, but there you go. It was a moment in time, and it, it, it's deserved its little spot. I, I will give it three stars. I think it's a, a decent little nostalgic trip. Yeah, uh, I think it's all right. For a kid's movie, it still holds up, definitely. Uh, it does not have the same draw for me as the other film we talked about today and and, but i still give it a full face it's a competent film and definitely anybody should be able to watch this and and find some sort of enjoyment in it and that's usually what people go to movies for not to dissect them like we do i don't dissect you don't dissect you no no what do you do i i absorb i enjoy i don't nitpick i don't Uh... I see. Are you? T- I'm not a crazy critic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're here listening. I have happiness in my life, dear, dear potatoes. <laughs> you're listening because you enjoy that sort of thing, so we appreciate that. But I'm just saying, on average, most people, like I said, they they just they want to go watch the movie and feel like they don't care about life. And this is movie is good for that. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So the uh, the victor of our afterlife or stuck in the afterlife genre smackdown is is Beetlejuice. I Beetlejuice. Think yeah, it's definitely Beetlejuice. I mean, yeah. it, it just is a better movie. It's still not like the best movie, but it's a fucking no, classic. No. It's definitely it's a classic, fun. and uh, I hope that it's still holds up in another 20 years yeah yeah it might be incredibly unpolitically correct by yes then. by then it probably you know? will be yeah it'll probably be canceled and and all copies of it will be deleted along with millions of other, yeah. of other movies there are five people with penises in this film and that's against the law <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> Dude, if that becomes a rule, that would be that'd be weird. <laughs> All movies would be just be gone. <laughs> uh, okay, I think that is the show. The show Woo! is done. We did it. We did it. We did it. Thank you for joining us. As we've mentioned many times, check out that Patreon, patreon.com slash green and faceless. Um, we're so very grateful for our patrons. Thank you yes, for making this episode you. possible. And thank you, listeners who don't pay us for just being here because we appreciate you. Yeah, all the same, except yeah, not the same. You're the just show. a little bit less appreciated. No, listen. No, you are appreciated. You yeah, are appreciated. All equally appreciated. All yeah. well, we do appreciate the uh, the the potatoes on the Patreon a little bit more. A little bit more than you. That guys, doesn't yeah. mean that we yeah. appreciate you less, even though that's how. Matt no, works. no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but. <laughs> Saved it. <You're> <laughs> We're the worst. <clears throat> Watch it. Listening to this show is good support. Thank you. Tell your friends. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> On the green channel from Gord. And I'm the faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. <laughs> <laughs>